You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 420 of Podcateers. This week we talk about creative musicians and songs that might get you out of the upside down or maybe help you escape Hades in the underworld. The Splash Mountain retheme finally gets a name, Mjolnir gets a popcorn bucket, and how did the Minions opening compare to Lightyear's? As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on things that we talk about in this episode. You can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But if you haven't yet joined us, we'd love for you to join our community on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 420 and click on the Discord logo, or you can click in the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. All right, so it is time to get this episode rolling. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for some time now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 420 of Podcateers. Sorry it, took, <laughs> sorry it took me so long to get on. I was stuck playing Animal Crossing, and you guys have been a bad influence to me. I like, Sounds try- like someone's <laughs> addicted. I was trying. You're welcome. I, well, you know, we record here kind of late, and I got to get sell all these stupid shells I found on the beach before the Nook place, or whatever it's called, Nook's cranny closes for the day. So I got to get those sold. And you know what? Bells were at a good price today. Or not bells. I don't know what I'm talking about. Turnips were at a good turnips, price yeah. today. I had 500 and something bells for turnip. So nice. were 500 plus? Yeah, 500 and something. So I made a... I, and Dude, I, I that bu- is rare. <laughs> yeah, that I, is. <laughs> I bought 100 or what? 1,000 turnips or 100. So I made 53 thousand bells on turnips today so that was heck yeah that dude. was cool you know what i'm getting the hang of this so yeah. something i guess i don't know so that's why i was late listen let me ask you a question huh. so you came into the animal crossing foray quite a bit late a yes, lot very later late. than a lot of us did mm-hmm. right very much but so. as you are playing do you have a sense of calm or does it help you relax while you're playing at all I don't know. I have a good time, and that's you know, I I it's very much the kind of game that I think like works well with me. I I want to like get stuff done, and you know, just to like okay, I can pick up all these things and sell it, and then go get stuff, and then upgrade my house, and that's all fun. And so, and like like I said before, my wife is the the like in charge of the island, and I just live there, so I don't get to do. <laughs> I don't get to do any of the like expensive things like invite people over, build a bridge or anything. So I just get to like go fishing and sell 
things and get skeletons and put them in a closet or whatever. I don't know what happens. And we should make you a little sign to put in front of your house that says "Gone Fishing." Gone Fishing. <laughs> I just yeah. up, I just upgraded my house five thousand bells. Now I got a new roof. You know nice. what? Mm. I got I got a attic now. Living the good I only life. got one more. I need a basement, and then I'm. Uh, I'll fully expand it, but that hun- what is it? One point two million for yep. this expansion. That's a lot. Yeah, but whatever, it'll be fine. Well, look, as long as you're having a good time, as long as it's relaxing or anything like that, it's it's fine. It's right? fine. Yeah, it's when whatever. you pick up the game, it, it's a good way to pass the time. Uh, I used it a lot to unwind. It kept me. I'll I'll say it. It kept me sane, right? Oh, for a same lot of here. you know the time that that we were at home, but. Uh, and even we jumped on the bandwagon quite late, only because if you remember the very first year of the pandemic, it was sold out everywhere. Yeah, and it and wasn't just wait. the game; it was the system. So when they made the game available digitally, it's not like you could just get the game either, because the systems were sold out. And at yeah. the time, we didn't have one. So, I get it, man. I'm glad that you're having fun with it. Um, at one point, you're you're going to look at your time spent on it, and a part of you is going to be a little afraid when you're like, what, I spent over <laughs> a thousand hours playing this game? And then another part of you is going to be like, yeah, I've played a lot. And, well, that's... Uh, my island looks pretty awesome. <laughs> when, you know, when we became friends on the Nintendo thing, you can see how many hours Hazen and Melissa have put in on Animal Crossing. I ain't ashamed. It's quite a few. <laughs> I just like two or three. It's like, hey. Not that much. Not that much at all. You know no, what? Not that much at all. <laughs> a little here, a little I, there. Yeah. I was telling Andrew that I'm like, oh, come over. I have stuff. You know, take whatever. It's all good. But I'm like, I'm still working on some things. My island just is just always progress. It's like Disneyland. It never just stops like i'm constantly changing it so eh, add some more hours yeah. <laughs> well thanks to I'm melissa the... i have a farm now so you know nice. <laughs> i'm at the point where i want to level my island and start from scratch not not restart the game because i don't want to go through everything and andrew's going through right now <laughs> i mean just like kick everyone off the island level it and then just start from scratch and see what I can come up with. They should like come up with an expansion and be like, "All right, you want to do another one? Okay, here's another island. Here's your like the Happy Home Academy, but for yourself. Like here's your vacation island." <laughs> yeah. It's funny you mention that because when Happy Home Academy was announced, the rumors that were going around had nothing to do with Happy Home Academy. They all had to do with the possibility of getting another island or expanding your island so that it was twice the size of the current island that you oh, have geez. somehow. Yeah, yeah. And a, a bunch of people got excited over it. They're like, yeah, we're finally going to be able to do more with the island. We can start over. We don't have to reset the game or anything. And then we got Happy Home Academy. <laughs> Still, I think a lot of people have had fun playing that you know, expansion pack, and a lot of people have gotten a lot out of it. They got a whole bunch of new stuff that they could decorate their islands with, but... Uh, yeah, I think it was disappointing that, you know, it was the last major update to the game. And so at this point, now there's either going to be a new version of the game that's going to come out within the next year or so. Uh, or we don't get any more Animal Crossing games. I don't know what what's on the horizon for this one. It's definitely not a new one. But we'll see. Uh, 
have your feeds been bombarded with Stranger Things theories and videos and all sorts of posts? I hear from you guys. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I still haven't gotten caught up. I'm still at the same episode <gasps> we recorded last time. So I'm like episode three or whatever. We just have had time. My wife has been sick. Uh, nothing uh, too uh, dire. But it's just kind of like loss of energy. Not COVID or anything. But it's uh, uh, so we've not really watched any uh, caught up on anything. So it's been. So you still don't know the ending. No, I I still don't know what happened. I'm oh, on three. No. Like, <laughs> not, not, oh, oh, no. no. It's not oh, no. <laughs> well, it's oh, no for me because I think I've sent you memes that talk about the end. Well, I, I feel like a jerk. Well, I'm oblivious yeah. to them, so it's whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember. I just won't go back okay. in the text messages. It'll be fine. Where are you on this, Mel? Have you finished I haven't it? started. <laughs> Oh, but you've been but like okay. super busy with yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I'm I need to stop totally then. fine. <laughs> I need to stop sending you guys that stuff. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. Have you? Se- oh, jeez. Okay. And what about Look. the musical episode? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, the <laughs> musical episode was great. It was just like Rogers the musical, but it was like Stranger Things the musical. And then episode now, the Demogorgon. Yeah. And then episode ah. like eleven, they go to Walt Disney World. <laughs> No, that's in episode twelve. Oh, okay, sorry. I haven't yeah, got like there every yet. good ABC comedy. They go to Disney World <laughs> for, <laughs> for one of the episodes in season. The Demogorgon three. plays. It has to be Indiana Jones <laughs> in the stunt show at Hollywood Studios. You and... should have seen the talking to that the Demogorgon got from Mr. Feeney when he wasn't doing his homework. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. <laughs> Mike gets picked at uh, you know, I don't know what's it, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and is the I don't know. I don't know Walt Disney. All of stuff. them. They always go to Walt Disney. <laughs> all the, all the scenarios that happen in all of the t- the TV. Eleven gets tropes. a dull lip, but then it gets knocked <laughs> out of her hand, and then I don't know. Yeah, it's been nothing but Stranger Things, and there have been. I want to talk about the new account. I'm gonna wait because it's a funny account, and I will tell you about it later. But they released this thing on Spotify where. Oh, and it's so hard for me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna talk about That's it. That's fine. It's Go not ahead. like major plot details, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. not major plot details. To get but out of, probably forget yeah. and watch it later. No it's, worries. Yeah. So in season one, in season one, Will gets. Uh, you know, there's a lot of theories and everything that you know are talked a little bit more about. But he gets out of the uh, upside down by singing to himself. You know, oh. he was introduced to a couple of songs and, you know, Should I Stay or Should I Go was the primary song that revolved around that first season because his brother had shown it to him. He, like, fell in love with it, right? So he mm-hmm. would sing it to himself constantly when he was in the Upside Down. It's how he learned to communicate with his mom. It's how he learned to communicate with everyone else to eventually get out of the Upside Down. And so now there's this whole thing, like, well, what song would get you out of the Upside Down, right? And... uh it was such it, it was such um a big thing that Spotify decided to use their AI to generate a list for you where if you go into Spotify and you search for upside down playlist, it will generate a list of songs that it believes will get you out of the upside down. I don't think it's a permanent list though. You can favorite it. Uh yeah, but if even if you favorite it, I think if you close Spotify, it might it, it regenerates into something different. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, if you it, listen to something else. I'm a yeah, luck. because there's I oh, back to, it's different. Yeah, 
I thought it was going to keep the list, you know, how it generated for you. Because you know how they do the rewind and it kind of yeah, gives you all your top yeah. songs and stuff? I thought it was similar to rewind. But it's not because I reloaded mine and there was at least three songs on here that I didn't remember seeing the first time around. And I looked through the rest of the list and there's way more stuff on here that wasn't. There's there's a lot of duplicates from the first time. My second list is better. Yeah, my second list is better, too. (laughs) My second list was way better. So anyway, if you have Spotify, what's your top song? What's the top song on your or when you check right now or when you have screenshots? Uh, believe it or not, it was a top song on both times that I ran it. It's Mint Car by The Cure. Oh, nice. Mine is uh, yeah. yeah. Mine is Roundabout by Yes. Most people probably don't know that song. Um, oh, interesting. But my next song is The YMCA, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Huh. Wait, what was your next one? YMCA. Oh, nice. Nice. It's a good song. Yeah, what do you got, know. Melissa? I got Muse's super, uh, super Massive Black Hole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which would do it for me. And then nice. Will, Will and Elizabeth from um, Klaus uh, Bedit from um, the Pirates uh, soundtrack. So very cool because I listen to that soundtrack all the time. So yeah, let's see what that else? would get me out. <laughs> I have Muse on mine too, but I have Uprising. I got the Muppet Show ah, theme song nice. on here. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> all right, so here's here's mine. I'm gonna give you the ten. So two, okay. four, six, eight. 10 okay oh this is i guess i'll say 11 because i guess it's gonna make sense but so here's my my top 10 starting at number one so it's mint car by the cure plowed by sponge all the small things blink 182 uh suelta las riendas de mi corazon which is a a spanish rock Miquel and soon song uh champagne supernova by oasis tonight tonight but the passion pit version Denial by We Are Harlot, Let Me Love You by Neo, Heroes by Alesso, Monkey Wrench Foo Fighters, and 11, I think, is an honorable mention simply because it ties in. It's Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. I got to do this. Okay. Here's mine because mine's very different than yours. So Roundabout by Yes, YMCA The Village People, Twilight Zone by Golden Earring, Some Kind of Wonderful by Grand Funk Railroad. Back in the Saddle, Aerosmith, Bust a Move, Young MC, uh, It Ain't No Fun to Me, Larry Graham and the Graham Central Station, which is a song I've never heard before, so. Uh, oh, no, I lied. I know that song. I changed my mind. I know what that song is. Big Time Operator by Big Voodoo Daddy, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, a Bad Motor Scooter by Montrose, and then 11 is the Muppet Show theme. Nice. So it's a it's an interesting compilation for sure. All right, Melissa, you, you go. <laughs> Ten. Okay. So... Start with Supermassive Black Hole by Muse, Will and, Will and Elizabeth by Claus Badet, Badelt, Living Island by Pogo, Apocalyptic mm-hmm. by Three Lao, which is someone I just yeah. randomly listened to, um, I Want to Be Like You by Jetta, Dinner is Served by um, Hans Zimmer, <laughs> Master of Puppets by Metallica. That's on my list somewhere, too. <laughs> Uh, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Kylie Minogue, Human After All, Daft Punk, and then Animal Crossing, Bubblegum Pop. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So there you go. (laughs) Whose version of I Want to Be Like You did you have? Uh, Jetta. It's Jet, but with an A at the end. Oh, I got to listen to that version. I have I Want to Be Like You, but it's Robbie Williams' version. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. I mean, this is fun. 
I don't know if I'm happy that it changes. I guess maybe. Because, maybe I mean, depending if I go, on what you listen to. Well, the thing, I mean, look, it, my music taste is so eclectic that, mm-hmm. like, if I read, like, look, so I don't know if any of you know who Alex Melton is, but he, I found out about him through, like, social media posts. I think I found him on TikTok. But what mm-hmm. Alex Melton does is he takes popular songs and he makes them, like, country versions. Uh-huh. And oh, wow. some of them are actually quite good. And one of the songs that he countrified, which is kind of what brought me onto him, is a song called Shake It by Metro Station. And oh, okay. so Shake It by Alex Melton is next, which is right after Kate Bush. But then it goes Rainbow Connection by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, Rocky Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions, Goodbye by the Spice Girls, <laughs> Dilemma by Off Dream, Sheesh by Surfaces, the MSCP Parade from the Deconstructed album, um, nice. Break Free by Ariana Grande, Excuse Me, Mr. No Doubt, I honestly, I'm surprised that I didn't have more Taylor Swift on here. Like, oh it's my pretty gosh, insane. Yes. Like my first one, my first one <laughs> had new romantics. I know my first list had. Uh, oh, and look, I don't know if you could see it, but look, um, Master of Puppets right there. Nice. There Master of Puppets right there. <laughs> so one, Spotify don't know me worth jack because Metallica would not be on my playlist. Like I get it. It's in the show. <laughs> And I know people are like, whoa, Metallica's so great. Look, I know what they did to me with Napster all those years ago, okay? (laughs) Never forget the Napster (laughs) fiasco. Thanks, Lars. Exactly. (laughs) So Spotify don't know me worth jack if they're putting Metallica on my playlist. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. There was at least eight songs that were new to me in my first list. Mm-hmm. And if you look through it, it'll show you the ones that you don't have on any playlist, like, you know, to introduce you to new music. And on the new list, I have about nine songs that I don't have on any playlist. And of those nine, I think I liked like four or five of them that I'll probably end up putting on some kind of playlist later. You know what? I'm surprised there isn't any Danny Elfman. That's a fail. And I listen to his stuff like all the time. If you regenerate it in a day or two, I wonder yeah. if there will be. Because I was like, wait a minute. I just read everything. I listened to majority of that in Animal Crossing. So <laughs> <laughs> The funny <laughs> thing is, you know what the funny thing is? Like hmm. for, okay, so like the Spice Girls, that goodbye song, it's on my playlist, right? Mm-hmm. But I right. probably listened to Two Become One like 800 <laughs> times over this one. So I don't know why this one even showed up on here. Maybe there's a bunch of stuff that it's trying to tell you like, hey, these are lonely. Listen to these songs a little yeah. bit more. But like, Give them some love. <laughs> yeah, but like Ariana Grande and No Doubt, I listen to frequently. So I don't know. I don't know what the AI is telling me with this, but it's fun. Uh, yeah. I wish they had like a Disney version of this and it was like, if Hades took you to the underworld, what would be the Disney songs that would pull you out? <laughs> <laughs> the merry-go-round broke down. <laughs> Maybe that's a fun uh, a thing we can put on, on Discord. We'll ask yeah. the question this week. If Hades pulled you into the underworld, what would be the three to five songs that would pull you out? Similar to getting pulled out of the upside down on Stranger Things. And uh, if we put it on Instagram stories, we'd love for you to play along. Tell us what your songs are, and we can share some of our favorites in an upcoming episode. Uh, hey, 
Speaking of music, mm. this Clang Phonics band yeah. that you sent us, Mel, one, how did you find them? And tell us more li- uh, about them. Here we go. Um, I like to roam Reddit and just look at different things and find, like, I go on there. I don't go really looking for something. If something pops up and I see it, I'm a click. I'm a look. And what I saw was I'm going to describe what I saw before even knowing what was happening or what was going to happen. So I see three guys. One is wearing kitchen gloves. Um, one is on the floor. Oh, sorry. The one with the kitchen gloves has a spray bottle. The one on the floor has a bucket and a vacuum. And there's one sitting down behind them with a little ukulele. Looks cute. I was like, all right, this is cool. I, I want to see what's happening because, you know, we went through the whole pandemic where everybody was getting creative, right? So I'm curious. I want to see this. Click on it. Oh, the emoji of my head being mind blown because <laughs> these people created electronic music, like just music, synth music, house music, whatever you want to call it. It just gave me, again, I'm going to go back to it. It just gave me Daft Punk vibes. Like you just want that kind of music. So if you're into like electronic music, EDM, trans, uh, house, deep house, whatever, everything that's under that umbrella. These guys are awesome because they you get to hear like little snippets and it's like, I want more, I want more. And they even have one that's in an office with office supplies and machines and create beautiful music. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, we got to talk about this because mm-hmm. this is awesome stuff, you know? It's it it's just it's brilliant. It's brains just it's it's fun. It is totally fun. Yeah. And they do tour, but they don't tour here yet. <laughs> I'm sure they will after this. If, oh, I hope if so. If <laughs> they made it on Reddit, they're gonna blow up. And oh yeah. I don't know. They're on Instagram. I don't know if they're on TikTok, but uh, I'm sure that you know, little by little, they're going to start to appear on TV shows. They're going to start to gain some traction. And then people are going to want to see them, you know, on, in yeah. the States. But when you sent me that picture, like, I went over and I started looking. I'm like, what is this vacuum? What is happening here? Like, <laughs> and right? then I listened to it and I was like, okay, okay, wait a second. Wait a <laughs> second. This is awesome. Right. It's like this. this wasn't like how it played in my head when I first saw it. And then it's like it just got better. Yeah, and then if you keep going, there's like some other clips that they have. Oh, there's one from March 17th, and that one blows my mind. That that one's fun, and I think yeah. it's like a little snippet of a minute or something. But yeah, they're. I think people need to check them out. Yeah, we'll take the video and we'll figure out a way to embed it um, on Discord so people can see it. Uh, because it, it's worth watching. I mean, even if you don't like that type of music, I think you can appreciate how they put it together because it's yeah. so creative. Um, I I love when bands do stuff like this. Like I love when they can just take anything and and just I, I don't know. Like I wish I had that capacity musically. Yeah. There's, I I think it's a we skill. talked about. Yeah, like I think we talked about them couple years ago but there's a band 
name it's they're from Sweden. They're called Winter Gatan or Winter Gatan or something like that. And this guy built this machine with marbles and he's like cranking oh, it and yes. cranking it. Yeah. Yeah. And the marbles fall and they create this amazing music. Yeah. I'm like, How? Why don't <laughs> I have a 3D printer? Nothing to do with this conversation, but I want a 3D printer. You don't understand how much I want one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, any time that, you know, any band puts something like this together, it just it blows my mind how creative mm-hmm. they are. Uh, guys like Charlie Puth, who have, like, this pitch-perfect ear and can listen to any sound in the world and, you know, they'll send them like a swing from a park and they'll be like, ee, ee, and they'll be like, OK, well, what notes for that? And he's like, oh, well, that's a blah, 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 sharp and a blah, blah, blah. I flat. love and it's that. Like, this and this. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like you could just <laughs> deconstruct everything in your head. That's on, that's amazing. <laughs> but I, ha- I bet it's also a bit of a curse, though. Right. Because you if you look at the world like that, like, can you turn it off? Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I should ask them that on Twitter. Or on TikTok, I'll be like, yo, Charlie, (laughs) can you turn this off? Do you hear everything in notes? Does it allow you to sleep at night? (laughs) You just got a bitch head burger. I don't even know why that came out like that. But I guess it did. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me, the video you sent me, I sent you guys the the link of this other video I've been, that's been saved in my Facebook for I don't know how long. Um, let's see, I can tell you. Oh, it's from 2019, so not too long. But it's this French group guy and friends. I don't know. I'm going to butcher his name. Um, maybe I just... Atelier de Lutherie Mechacle. Hey, you tried. You tried. Anyway. You got it. I'm sure that's how they pronounce it. That's their given. That's the French. Yes, that's the perfect (laughs) French. Anyway, it's either a French guy and his friends or a French group. Um, uh, And they did a cover of Hey Ya by, uh, was it, Outkast? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, With, like, just, like, found stuff. They use, like a grill with hamburgers and like garbage can and uh, like air pumps and different things, uh, wine bottles. Um, so I don't, I, the whole video description is in French and I can't figure out w- if this is on YouTube, but I'm going to see if I can find it somewhere to put it because it's very catchy and I like to listen to it every once in a while. Um and so, yeah, that's that reminded me of that. And hopefully I can get that on there. It also reminds me of there is I was watching uh, since I have this platform right now, I'm going to ask people and maybe they'll be able to help me. Probably 15 years ago, I was watching The Late Show with David Letterman, and he had a guy on that played Wipeout on a homemade instrument. It was like a big, long string with uh, like a like a fan or a mixer that plucked the string and then he used a paint roller or something to change the notes. This is on David Letterman like 15 years ago. If anybody knows what that guy was called, I, this video has been like, it's been sitting in my brain for this long and I cannot find it anywhere on the internet. And it makes me so mad. And if anybody knows who this guy is or knows this video or something, let me know. 
because I would love to find that uh, video as well. I like homemade instruments. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Now I feel like I'm going to be on the quest for this video. Same it's- here. I'm like, I, I got, I know that feeling of you can't figure out, you can't remember, and you can't, and it's right there in uh-huh. your head. I mean, I've, you can't I, get it out. I can watch <laughs> it in my brain. I know exactly. I can like replay the whole thing. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what the guy's name is or anything. So uh, that's fun. Okay. I'm going to go back and I'm going to look for it. But I know how you're feeling because this week I had I had a very similar moment. Strap in, kids, because we're going into Grandpa Hazen mode. Back in my day. Exactly. <laughs> so back in my day, we used to have these things called um, CD players. Mm. And uh, we used to carry them around, you know, listen to music. And we had these companies named Columbia House and BMG. And, you know, they would trap you by selling you 12 CDs for a penny, a 13th CD for $1.99 plus shipping, and then you would make up a name and get more CDs after. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so <laughs> they went out of business because too many people did that. But when I first started really exploring music, I had all sorts of different... At the When I first signed up, it was cassette tapes, by the way. It wasn't even like CDs yet. And then it kind of migrated to CDs. And so uh, we used to carry these portfolios like chock full of discs, right? Like they ranged from anywhere from like 10 discs to two to 300 discs at a time. And it was insane. Like it was just part of your thing to carry this around. And then the miracle of MP3s happened and ripping CDs. If you've ever heard that term, children, ripping CDs, it doesn't mean you're tearing them. It means you would pop them into a or a CD drive into your computer and you would copy the music and put them either you would burn the disc like it doesn't mean fire you would physically burn them onto the disc I know weird ways to say it anyway so we had these like discs right then they started making radios for the car that played mp3s from these cds and you know all of a sudden your 200 disc collection became like a 20 disc collection because you had all your favorite mp3s on like 20 burned discs or something right mm-hmm. okay so here's here's what happened so every so often i listen to a song in my spotify playlist you know like now it's easy because whatever i for the most part anything that i look for is on Spotify. I mean, there's very few songs that, you know, that I haven't been able to find. Yes, I'm looking at you, Carrie Underwood, and whatever happened to Ever, Ever After, it's got to be back on Spotify. That's another story, though. Uh, So the, the thing was that because they were the same songs, you know, you kind of, like, developed this weird muscle memory of you would listen to 10 tracks in, and then now... I'll think of like I'll listen to whatever the 10th song was on one of those CDs and in my head I think oh I know what song is coming up next because I knew what the 11th song was and it's not always like that in Spotify because I usually just hit random and let it go wherever it wants to go but sometimes I get that feeling of oh I know what song is coming up next because it used to be on one of my old CDs when I was in the car right and I used to listen to them all the time Mm -hmm. so one of the songs that came up this last week was a song called Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by PM Dawn. And I thought, man, I just, I haven't heard that song in such a long time. And I went looking for my CD and I couldn't find it. Uh, I I couldn't find, you know, a copy of it that I had like copied onto my, like my music folders on my, on my hard drive. And I thought, well, that's weird. 
So I went on Spotify, and I thought, okay, well, sure enough, I'll find it on Spotify. And I did, but it's not the same version. Ooh. It's a weird re-recorded version. I don't know why it's re-recorded, but the artist that created it passed away, like, I think in 2016 or something like that. And there was some weird, like, dispute or something where his cousin ended up with the rights of the song, re-recorded the songs, and re-released them. Oh, jeez. And wow. they, how do I say this nicely? They're different. <laughs> um, And so I have been on the endless search to find my CD now so that I can put oh, this geez. on my playlist because... It's weird. I mean, that song, I mean, I think it's a great song. It Like, whenever you listen to it, it's like, I don't know, it's like an out-of-body experience almost. I mean, don't quote me on that, but it's a great song. <laughs> uh, and I, <laughs> I can't find it. It's been driving me crazy. But I told my wife this same story, and she's like, oh, I know. I went looking for that song not too long ago, and I heard what you heard, and it scared me. And it's, it's not great. It's... Uh, yeah, so it's driving me crazy because all the ones that I've been finding are either remixes, they are different versions of the song. It's not like that original version that I remember from years ago. So the driving me crazy part, totally get it. Not being able <laughs> to find it, totally get it. I'm, I'm with you on that one. But I'm going to help you find this one string instrument it. guy. You know what I found? You know what I found? Um, the uh, This French band person on YouTube. Apparently they're called Les Fauplafons. Anyway, I'm still going to butcher it. I don't speak French. I'm like Joey, you know, blue, blah, 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 blue. Hey, you put an attempt. We'll you give know, you that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I just, if, if you're on Discord uh, Tuesday night, you get a little preview. I just posted it up on Discord. Um. Uh. So it's ready to go. Floopity floop. Anyway, <laughs> that's such a funny episode. Oh, uh, all right. It's like Jemma Pell. Jemma floopity floop. <laughs> I do like Swedish Chef. I don't know. That's yeah. That's why Friends. I don't. I don't really watch Friends that often, but um, or didn't when it was on. But I always say a moo point. I don't a moo point. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I don't say moot. It's a moo point. It's a moo point. Yeah, because I still say that too. It's like a cow. I love it. Anyway, uh, all right. So that's that was a lot of music talk. I didn't think we were gonna get that deep into it today, but we got more stuff to talk about. Let's see. Do we? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay. we had the announcement of what. Splash Mountain is finally going to be called. There was a lot of speculation about, you know, I think I saw my favorite one, by the way, where people were speculating the name. I forgot who posted this. I'm going to try to find them. I saw it on Twitter, but someone said it should be called Princess and the Log. And uh, it they missed on this one. Disney totally missed out on that name. Uh, But it's going to (laughs) be called Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and it's going to open late 2024. Uh, We don't have a lot of information outside of the name and the date, but they did announce what Tiana's new look will be for the attraction. And instead of waiting for D23, they made the announcement at the Essence Festival of Culture in New Orleans uh, about a week or so ago. Uh, Your thoughts on the outfit, the name, 
and the weird like that happened online again this last week after the reannouncement of something that was already going to happen. <laughs> right. I think she looks great. Like when I saw the outfit, I'm like, adventure. Uh, she could be part of the SEA. You know, she could do this. It. She just looks fantastic and. Again, I am a sucker for all things adventure and whatever that comes with it. So I'm excited. I didn't hear any of the hoop. I don't care, really. I bypassed that. <laughs> People. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Continue. But she looks great. I mean, it's cool. And more adventure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People are dumb. Tiana looks great. The name is fine. Like. Uh, everybody is complaining, you know, everybody, people on the internet were complaining and they're like, well, they should have put splash in there. Cause everybody's going to call it splash. Uh, oh, it should be called Tiana's Bayou splash. It was right there in front of them. And they should have did it. And I was like, that's the clunkiest name I've ever heard. Yeah. Tiana's Bayou splash. Yeah. What? I'd still would have given it princess in the log. It's bet 10 times better princess in the log. Uh, and a couple oh, things like, OK, number one, the name Splash Mountain, if you don't know, I don't know if we've talked about this before, is named after the movie Splash. They were like, we want this ride to be called Splash. We want a Splash ride, Michael Eisner. We want a Splash ride. This movie's going to be great. And they said, no, that's dumb. So we'll just call it Splash Mountain. And it'll be about all this other stuff. Uh, so that's where Splash Mountain came from. Um, so what does that have to do with, uh, Princess and the Frog? Uh, nothing. So <laughs> why keep it? The, w- w- Disney has proven time and time again that they can retheme a ride, an attraction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes, you know, in the, pa- in the recent history, you know, uh, n- not including, uh, under new management or whatever, but I thought that was fine anyway. Or Winnie but- the Pooh. Well, but that's not a rethink. That's are you talking about country bears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a knocking okay, the whole another, thing that's down. That's tangent. a different thing. That's a replacement. <laughs> so, so I mean, the the biggest example we have in our you know vicinity is the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Everybody, yeah. you know, I don't like the droppy rides, and I can see some people saying like that ride's more intense, and I, you know, I can see that. But the retheming and the story and the everything, everybody was like, it's so good and. Da, 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 it's yeah. A, and everybody poo-pooed it when it you know was getting changed. How dare you take the Tower of Terror, that classic ride that, you know, Twilight Zone that's owned by CBS, that, you know, classic Disney attraction. How dare they retheme it and blah, 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 and everybody's grumpy about it. So, what what am I going on with this? <laughs> the name is fine. <laughs> Costume is cool. Stop complaining about everything. It'll be fine. And you're still going to go down and go splash. Woohoo. And you get wet. And there's going to be animatronics. And there's going to be, you know, songs, I'm sure. And there's going to be a boat. And you ride in it. Like, they're not they're not spending, like, the most amount of money on this. They're keeping most of it all. Like, also, Splash Mountain is not a mountain anyway. It's called, what is it, Chickapin Hill, I -hmm. think is what it's called. And then Splash Mountain because Space Mountain. So it's fine. You lose a mountain out of the Disney Parks mountain range. 
oh no, my heart is broken. Do I sound a little condescending to all these internet people that are grumpy about it? Like, it's, it, calm down is all I have to say. Um, it's gonna be fine. And it might get me on Splash Mountain again, or, I'm sorry, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, Coming late 2024. Uh, because it's not, it's not a regular occurrence for me, because one, I'm not a big droppy guy, so whatever. I don't True. like getting wet. Um, but I will go on it again if there's new stuff, because I can handle yeah. it. And if it's really cool, I might be able to handle it more often. Uh, but as it is, Splash Mountain is like a dilapidated ride that is always broken all the time and needs an update. So that's my opinion on it all. And uh, stop complaining about it is what I have to say. I like, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because... I do feel that any time that I've had the opportunity to go on Splash Mountain in the last 10 years, almost everything has some kind of issue. Like, I don't think I've been able to ride all the way through where everything was functioning the way it was supposed to. Like, what's all those dark spots over there? Yeah, and it was kind of frustrating, right? Because, you know, part of the attractions, especially at Disney... You know, it is a little bit of the thrill, but it's always all the animatronics and the storytelling that go into the attraction itself. Like, if you just want straight roller coasters, go to Six Flags, right? Mm -hmm. And it was always disappointing that stuff like that was happening on the attractions. So I, I hope that there's enough invested into this attraction. Like, I know that there's been you know, some some budget things going on where attractions don't get everything they're supposed to, you know, uh, Galaxy's Edge, bonuses. we didn't get exactly what we were supposed to that was announced. And with Splash, you know, converting over into adventure, <laughs> I hope they take some of that money and they actually fix a lot of the issues uh, or make it so that, I don't know that we get more projections that are easier to maintain than, you know, animatronics that keep breaking down. Like I'll even settle for that. Like I know it's not a popular opinion to put a bunch of projection stuff in there, but there's a lot of dark areas where projections would work really well. It's great you know? for augmenting a background. It like, is. It is yeah. fantastic for that. Exactly. And I, I do believe that maintaining that type of technology is a little easier than maintaining a bunch of animatronics all the time. You buy a new projector, plop it in there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm I'm hopeful, you know, of all the upgrades or potential upgrades that are going to be coming to this attraction. I'm curious to see how it's going to turn out. Got the announcement, you know, at this festival, but I hope when D23 rolls around this year, we get a lot more information about the attraction itself. So, uh, yeah, it was just funny to me that this was already something that was happening. People knew about it, and then they were still up in arms about it. It's like, how dare they this? And how dare I was like, you knew about this. We mm -hmm. talked about this in episode 315. That was, like, clearly over two years now, you know? And uh, it is what it is. I think there's always going to be people that just aren't happy but, with some of the changes. But it's Splash Mountain, and if there's not four mountains at Disneyland, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I don't know. Make it yeah, a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, three mountains and a, and a whatever. Mama Odie's boat. I don't know what I think this one's gonna be. I'm I gonna, don't know. I'm gonna make a new T-shirt that has all of the mountains, and like a silhouette, out. and then a big <laughs> X over Splash. <laughs> 
New new shirt. The Disney Mountain range. Shop. Yep. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> you know, I have to give them some credit that the title is not as clunky as most uh, titles are nowadays for attractions. Nowadays, it sounds like old man. You know, because you got Spider Man, the whatever colon dot 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 whatever. Like it's Tiana's this that. It's not Tiana's Bayou Adventure colon the search for Ray's thing, and then we also do this thing. Like it's too many words. Three words. That's good. Yeah. It's very similar to Snow White's Scary Adventure, Ariel's Underwater Adventure. It's the same thing. Yeah. Nothing's. It's. There's lots of adventure. Indiana Jones. Exactly. I, I, I do have to say my favorite attraction has a lot of words in it. Indiana Jones Adventure <laughs> Temple of the Forbidden Eye. It's a very clunky name. It it's is. not it's not like it's a it's not like it's the most inventive name in the world, but I love it anyway. It works. <laughs> well, if you have any thoughts on the retheming of Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure, join the conversation over on Instagram. You can leave a comment in the post for this episode. But honestly, we would love it if you join us over in our Discord. Uh, we have a small community that's growing. You can either click on the link that we have in our pinned Instagram story, or you can go to podcasters.com slash 420 for a link to sign up for Discord. Enter your email, enter your password, answer a couple questions. You'll be good to go. Super simple to uh, join us there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens the closer we get to this. I had a conversation with somebody about this on, I, th- I want to say it was um, in our Instagram messages. I forgot who I was having a conversation with about it. But we were going back and forth about how long. Oh, I know who it was with. It was with um, FGP member Brian. We were talking about oh. Brian. Um, how long we think it's going to take to close it down and how long we think it's going to take you know, before they get everything done. You know, what are your thoughts on this? But if it's opening late 2024, I'm thinking they're going to close it like January 2024, maybe February. That way they get the entire summer season. No, January 2023. No, I don't think it's going to be two (laughs) full years. I think you need six to eight months tops for everything. Because if they've already been thinking about this, you have to imagine that a lot of the structure that's going to change is being built already. All they're going to do is close it down, and they're going to attach a bunch of new stuff. That's true, uh, compared to having to demolish and what they're doing with Mickey and Minnie's um, Runaway Railway. It shouldn't take as long, because you're right, because if they have everything, the structure, yeah. I'm trying to find, let's see. Hold on, okay. That should be a poll. I want to look at. Oh, that should be a poll. How long do you think it'll be yeah. down? Yeah. 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 I'm thinking it's going to close down January, February, 2024. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tower of Terror, that closed. Um, it looks like July 2016, and reopened May 2017. Wait, when did it close? It closed July 2016. So about a and year opened May. Yeah, yeah, it had it was a year. But I think th- uh, that was a lot less, I think, than what they're doing here at Splash Mountain. There's no animatronics. What? To, like, I think it's more that they did for Mission Breakout because no, they I'm changed saying, the entire facade of Breakout. 
Yeah, but no, they just glued stuff on and painted it. Like, well, they, that's it, my point here. No, I'm saying Splash Mountain is a lot more to do. No, I think it's less. Oh, I think I. Well, here's the thing. We're just speculating. I don't know how much they're putting in. Are they just putting in, a, taking out the Brer Bear and putting a Tiana in, or are they taking all of the animatronics out, reskinning them, making them new, redoing the inside so it's not brown, and making it all by you on the inside? It's a long attraction. It's not like it's short. There's yeah. it's it's always longer than I think. Every time I'm like, okay, here's a drop. Ooh, and that's the medium that's one. Point. I'm like, oh yeah, there's like 40 is, more minutes of this thing. Like, that's a, great that's a good point. point. But the only thing I'm seeing that's a difference is the technical part for um, Mission Breakout. But it was just like, screens. Like it, it, they just screen. They added screens. Like, I mean, from from my perspective, anyway, it was like, okay, we added some screens and they changed it, went up and down, and then they painted a big black stripe on it and mm. <laughs> and puts make the queue cool. <laughs> like, I mean, they did a good job. I'm not trying to like like bash it or anything, but oh no, just, of course, <laughs> just with the amount of animatronics that are in that attraction, just to refurbish those alone to getting them yeah. all in working order if that's what they're doing, if they're putting in new. This is the thing. Like, we don't know. We don't really have any concept art e- uh, other than the few pieces that have been released. So it's hard to speculate, but I would assume that they're going to be taking, you know, the interior and just, like, it's going to get a whole new paint job and it's swamp and it's bayou on the inside as opposed to all of the the brown ant hill or whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know. Brown and dirty dirt. Um and put some alligators and stuff in there. Yeah. And, and, and fireflies. It'll, it'll be interesting <laughs> as far as, because even the announced date for when it's going to open, it just says late 2024. And Princess and the Frog was released in December. So mm-hmm. it would make sense that they open it as part of an anniversary pool because then, you know, take the movie out of the vault, do whatever you got to yeah, do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense that they would open it in December again to celebrate that. Um, all right. Well, you're I mean, you make a lot of great points about how much they have to change. I think I, uh, I was underestimating the length of the attraction because you're right. Every time you think you're getting ready to end, like there's another corner you turn and it goes on for like another 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm depending on how much they have done because I'm I'm speculating that they may have already started the process. Oh, yeah, of, for sure. You know, all of that in the background and that they're just going to have a bunch of pieces that they're going to start like putting into place. Uh, so I'm thinking I'm going to stick to January 2024 as when I think they're going to shut it down because they're going to try to squeeze as much as they can out of Splash Mountain, including all the plushies and the going away T-shirts and all that stuff, you know, that that they can squeeze out of it. So during the holidays. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I'm sticking to January 2024 unless at D23 they give us like a full blown concept and they say like, oh, it's closing tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed it. You know, and then just like from one day to the next, they're wow. like, sorry, it's Surprise. closed. Sorry, Surprise. That was kind of exactly. like what they did with Guardians. They're exactly. like, oh, by the way, <laughs> it closed yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> so unless they pull something like that, I I still feel it's going to be like January. My prediction is here's here's my actual prediction is uh, is uh, what I want to say, like September 23. I'm going to say get the summer out of it, out of Splash, and then they close it as soon as, like, kids go back to school. 
in 2020. Oh, no, but they want oh, that's that also money, a good though. One. That's also a good one. But they one. want that money, though. What money? <laughs> I mean, oh, I they... guess technically they can still make money on all the goodbye stuff while it's still there, right? Like, Yeah! Yeah, I mean. But that's, I mean, that gives us, that. that's basically, you know, a year and change from now is yeah. is when right. it would close. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to be announcing, like you said, D23, the farewell celebration of Splash Mountain. And they'll bring, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff and they'll do the Splash Mountain rap <laughs> from the. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think we're going too deep into this one at this point. But, I mean, if also, they did that, that'd be super cool. <laughs> also, we for, lest we forget, I think there's supposed to be a Tiana show on Disney Plus at some point that maybe this is also tying in with. I think that was a thing um, that was a thing. Am I, am I making this no, up? No, no, you're not making it up. It is a new series that's coming to Disney Plus, but I don't think we have a release date. All it said was in 2022. So, oh, well, maybe it'll be in 2024 instead. <laughs> no, or, or or it's the preemptive storyline. Yes, yeah. this is basically the comic book they released about the Black Spire outpost before they opened up Galaxy's Edge. This TV go. show will be the precursor to the attraction so that at the end you're like, now I'm going to finish the adventure. Ah. Mm-hmm. ah, okay. Could it's be. all making sense now. Uh, yeah, the morning, honestly, I'm making waffles. I don't know. <laughs> Are we going back to Stranger Things with the waffles? Is that where we're going? No, that, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I got you some egos. Ah, so many changes. So many changes. But they look good so far. I mean, I'm hoping mm-hmm. to get, like I said, more info at D23. But let's move on to other stuff because there's uh, a few other things uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on. But... One, Thor Love and Thunder comes out this weekend. Where did the time go? Yeah, right? I mean, I feel like we blinked and it was Thor Love and Thunder when, you know, just, I don't know, maybe like yesterday it felt like WandaVision was just being released. But, hey, maybe it was the Hadron Collider that CERN turned on and it kicked us into another dimension again. Maybe that's what happened. (laughs) Maybe. You know what? (laughs) Maybe we're all in the upside down and we just don't know it yet. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that might agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) But Thor Love and Thunder coming out July 7th, I believe, is the release date. And I have to say that I very rarely want like popcorn buckets from movie theaters. There was only Uh one exception that was and I I want to say thank you. I Oh man, Mel, who gave us the popcorn buckets that we raffled off and I got the the Mickey, the Steamboat Willie popcorn buckets from That was uh my friend Carla. Carla, yes. So shout yeah. out to Carla because in Mexico they released these awesome Steamboat Willie popcorn buckets. And not only did she send us one, she sent us one that we could auction off for Steamboat Willie. And mm-hmm. so uh they always have these different popcorn buckets at AMC movie theaters and I never really want them. Like they had a Doctor Strange one recently that I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, like for Multiverse of Madness. And I almost went on the hunt to purchase one. But I have to say that the Mjolnir popcorn bucket that they're releasing looks pretty freaking awesome. Have you seen it yet? I mean, I I I think so. I can (laughs) imagine if I haven't, I can imagine what it looks like. I'm guessing it looks like 
Milnir? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. Hey, good job, me. <laughs> see if I can bring it up. I'm actually looking for it right now. I just haven't had a chance to look at different things. So This is what it looks like. I... I do know that when you talk about a really good, like, cool-looking popcorn bucket, it is good. So, oh. That looks like <laughs> Milnir on, like, a rock. Yeah. And there's popcorn cool. inside. So, you can't see it, folks, but it looks like, you know Thor's hammer? He's got a hammer. He used to have a hammer. Now he's got this, like, axy thing. It looks that like that. Stormbreaker. But there's a <laughs> that you, those you can get on a farm though. Remember? Yeah, you just you, you plant them in. And yeah, you just plant them. Yeah. Those are easy. and then it's sitting on the ground, and then you hold the handle and you open it up. And there's popcorn inside. Yeah. So the top of Mjolnir and the handle release so that you can uh, put your popcorn in. I remember reading somewhere that they're going to be about forty dollars though. And Woo. if that is the case, I might think twice about getting it. Uh, and then if get I it anyway. do get it, well, if I do get it, I think it's going to be one of those collectibles that we might be able to auction off. Um, I don't know. You're right. I feel like if I got it, I'm still going to get one for myself. <laughs> Thor is not my favorite Avenger by any means, but I kind of like how Mjolnir looks. And, you know, now that I'm setting up a few things around in my office... I feel like it's a nice little piece that could, you know, be on display. Oh, yeah. The only bad thing is that it doesn't, like, it looks like it's in rubble. Like you said, like, it, it looks like mm -hmm. it's in, in a pile of rocks. If you lift it, all the rocks come with it. Like, it doesn't detach from <laughs> the rocks or anything. So it looks kind of weird. So, I mean, I'm stuck in this weird place, right? Because I could technically get the popcorn bucket, but then I could also probably go on Amazon and find a Mjolnir for around the same price that won't have the rubble. And I can kind of like fling it around and be like, yeah, I guess who's worthy, punk? You and know, then so. you whack yourself <laughs> in the head and knock oh, stuff yeah, off the shelf. Oh, yeah, that would be – that'd be horrible. So I don't know. We'll see. Depending on what the cost is, I might get one for the collectible aspect or to auction off. Um, but it looks nice. If you can get yeah. one. I the, the other thing that I heard was just like the Doctor Strange thing, uh, when they released that popcorn bucket, they only had one case per movie theater. And each oh, case had like two dozen maybe. Oh. So if you were lucky enough to be one of the three people that bought them all and put them on eBay that day, <laughs> you know, good luck. But anyway, just thought I would bring it up. July 7th, I think, is the day that that popcorn bucket gets released. Check your local AMC if you're interested in getting one. Hashtag so, sponsored. Yeah. That's when uh, Minions is going to get knocked out of the out of the the rankings for the box office, right? Okay, can we talk about Minions for a second? Because <laughs> sure. I, look, it is insanely dominating the box office right now. It opened at 117 million. As of today, it's at like 125.1 million worldwide. 216. Okay, and Lightyear is sitting over there at like. I don't know, one sixty or something. It, so Lightyear made fifty million uh, opening weekend. Uh, right now, domestically, it's sitting at a hundred and six worldwide, one hundred ninety. Um, so yeah, not a little disappointment for them. And yeah, uh, the minions have a very clear branding. They are the minions, and they say banana, banana, and, <laughs> and that's all they do. And they're the minions. They're awesome. Yeah. But you know what? 
what really could uh, excuse me what really did help was the promo that they did when they mixed the office with the minions and that was getting that was going viral yeah so i mean it's also hey. just the minions like it's <laughs> yeah every every like like mom that i'm friends with on facebook has like 90 minions memes that are on you know mm -hmm. i just can't <laughs> wait you do anything until i have my coffee and it's a minion in like a dress like a house coat and slippers or something yeah the minions have become like the like like nancy or something from the comics or garfield <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> they, they're not garfield anymore it's minions and they just put minions in whatever clothes and and just put a hey, you can put a minion on anything and i guess people will buy it including a minion movie so i'm glad that you brought that up because uh, a lot of the success of the minion movie so far has is being attributed to the fact that Universal has not been litigious about people using the minions in memes or in different applications in real life. Mm -hmm. Now, compare that to a company like Disney, who, if you have Mickey or, you know, any other characters, they will, you know, they are very litigious about it. And, you know, rightfully so, it is their character and everything. But the way that Universal has allowed minion mania to just like just spread around the world like it's insane how like you said like everywhere you turn there is some kind of meme there's a birthday cake there's a pinata there's like all sorts of minions things that universal isn't making mm -hmm. any money on right illumination but like this this release spawned all sorts of weird trends on Twitter where some of them were kind of out of hand, but there were these groups of kids that were dressing up in business suits and everything, and yeah. they were like going in droves to watch this film together. Uh, the ones where I, you know, where they got out of hand, they were like throwing bananas at the screen and everything, and that's don't do that. That's not cool. That's yeah. you know, that's those things are expensive. Those are not Jill, easy to. Jill, don't throw bananas at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably laughing. <laughs> but I know it was you. <laughs> but the fact that Universal has allowed this to happen, it's gained this organic traction that you don't see very often with characters like this. And, you know, th that has a lot to do with it. You know, mm -hmm. aside from the fact that, you know, it's a pretty decent franchise and they've also become kind of like the de facto mascot of Universal Studios. Like, if you mm -hmm. go to Universal Studios, there's minions on everything. You know, there's it used to be like Shrek and now it's minions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, all these little vignettes and everything that they're doing, they're great. That that uh office one that they did was freaking hilarious. Yeah. But the charm of the minions is that they can get away with stuff like that. Like you can't oh, yeah. do I think with the new Mickey Mouse shorts, I think you can get away with a little bit more because that style of Mickey is a little more mischievous. It kind of goes back to like the early Mickey shorts and the Mickey cartoons. Mm -hmm. But like you can't like I don't think you can get away with as much stuff with like oh, no. new Mickey, Donald Goofy, you know, like as you can with the minions. And 100%. Yeah. You know, I like I don't know. I think you know, they're in for uh, a lot of trouble when if they if they can't renew Mickey's copyright in 2024. 
which you is got Mickey Minions. We're gonna get Mickey saying? Minions. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as so. that happens, yeah. we're getting Mickey Minions. I mean, I'm sure Disney's <laughs> gonna do whatever they can to extend that because they don't oh, want to yeah. lose the Mickey copyright. But if for some odd reason that doesn't go through, and they're like, "Nah, Mickey's public domain now," we're gonna see all sorts of Minion Mickey stuff. <laughs> I want to see shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Little red shorts. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. But you know the the minions like by design are like uh, are like the perfect you know com- like thing to put in an animated film. They are like indestructible. They speak a nonsense language. You mm-hmm. can uh, there and there's just a plethora of these in different shapes and whatever. It kind of like harkens back to like the Looney Tunes in like in Hanna Barbera, where it's like okay, just smash him on the head with a mallet, and yeah. the wily coyote gets flattened, and then whatever, like and then back to work, kind of thing. So it it really has that old cartoon feel, but it's also you know bringing it into the. Uh, you know the present time and the everybody just eating it up and whoever you know was came up with the minions is uh probably sitting pretty pretty right now mm-hmm. uh, yep. or they got screwed on a contract and they drew up the minions and didn't get any money that's there's two I sides of that coin case oh i sure hope that's not the now case. we have to do a deep dive on the guy who made the minions oh yes okay did they get a lot of money i hope so well, I mean, you know, I've been talking about going to watch Lightyear for the last couple of weeks, and I it's still on my list of things that I want to watch. But the last couple of weeks, you know, weren't feeling well, and then, you know, stuff happened, and so we weren't able to go. But I think the next film that we're going to end up watching isn't going to be Lightyear. I think it's going to be Minions. Like, at, the, at this rate, I think I might wait to watch... Uh, light year after we watch Minions. And, and you know, the funny thing is that I keep hearing people talk about Minions and they're like, eh, it's just kind of an okay movie. You know, it's not out of the ordinary or it's not extraordinary in any way. It's just kind of an okay kids movie. So, you know, but, like, you know, they're mischievous. I, it's kind of fun to watch them get into all their little shenanigans. So It's like yeah, slapstick and, yeah. and vaudeville <laughs> and... And everything, you know, just you can do whatever with them. They're a blank slate. And that's that's, you know, I'm assuming probably by design. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it. And yeah. designed by somebody named Pierre Coffin. Oh, interesting. He's French. We got a lot of French people on this episode. <laughs> Did, I don't does know. he make uh, music <laughs> from crazy instruments? With hamburger patties and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Minions <laughs> might, though. Oh, Is that's that right? what they should do. See? Anybody could do that, and I bet you Universal or Illumination Studios would be like, ah, we got to promote this. This is awesome. Exactly. Uh, All right. Well, you know, once I finally watch it, I'll let you know what I think about it. It's probably going to be the next film that we go watch, hopefully this weekend, crossing my fingers that things work out and we get a chance to go watch it. Maybe we can sneak in a double feature and watch Lightyear. Yeah, I mean, at this rate, I'm probably going to end up watching Lightyear when it's on Disney+. (laughs) Plus. That's kind of how I feel, too. I'd rather I'm more excited to see Thor and that's going to be out this weekend and I can just get tickets to that and go see that instead. Yeah. And it's yeah, we talked about Lightyear. I'm not going to reiterate my feelings on Lightyear. So can I tell you something, though? You know how we've been going to the Hmm. drive in to watch films recently? Uh huh. 
So we uh, the last one that we saw was Multiverse of Madness. And mm-hmm. while you know, while I love going to the drive-in, I love the fact that I feel a little safer, you know, being out in the open inside of my car or whatever than being inside of a movie theater. There is something that is lost on the movie screen because it's a lot dimmer than inside of an actual building where it's all dark mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, light it's lit up nicely and everything. And so now that mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness is finally on Disney Plus, I watched it again. Oh my god. Ah, it's so good. <laughs> like, it's so vibrant. It was so good. I feel like I was watching it for the first time again. I can't even oh, begin cool. to describe it. Like I very rarely feel or get that feeling of surprise and even knowing what was happening, just watching it again brightly lit on a TV, like in in our dark living room, like it was so good. I I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. A lot of what I said when we did the breakdown and we did the spoiler-filled episode on Patreon still stands uh, because a lot of that was still there. It just looks so much nicer. <laughs> so I think the same thing is going to happen with this one because same thing happened with Spider-Man. Once Spider-Man was available, I came, I went back and watched it, and it was so good all over again. So, All right, well, I think we're reaching the end of the episode. Uh, wait, no, not the end of the episode. Well, we got a couple more things to talk about, but okay, we're reaching the but, end. No, okay, but before we get to the end, Hazen, we have to thank those, you know, special group of listeners. They're called the Minions, and their names are Bob and Stuart and Kevin, uh, Kevin <laughs> and they they help us out with a contribution. Well, and- I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. None of those names are actually a part of the FGP squad, so I can't thank the minions, but you know who we can thank? The FGP squad! Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I like those guys, the FGP squad. Uh, the FGP squad. Almost as good as the minions. No, I'm just kidding. They're better than They're the minions. They're way better than the oh, minions. Oh, way better. <laughs> uh, so the FGP squad is an awesome group of listeners that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon. If you want more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors that don't include Bob or Kevin or any of the minions. They could. Hey, are you? is your name <laughs> Stuart? Unless your name is very similar to a minion, then yes, it can you end up on that list FGP as well. the FGP Squad. There's no, there's no <laughs> bands on people named Kevin and Stuart. That's it's very fine. true. Very, very you true. Can, you can join. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you'll find a list of some of our top contributors, a list to our Patreon, and a little info on the FGP squad itself. So if you have any other questions about it, just send us a message. We'll be happy to help you out with that. But you do get some additional perks being a part of the FGP squad family. Uh, you get a special section on our Discord server, get access to additional content on our Patreon. You get access to our happy hour calls random giveaways, all sorts of stuff, just to name a few. But again, any questions, hit us up. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad and maybe a couple of the minions, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. So a couple more things. Since we're talking about movies, uh, I do want to talk about this. Uh, I saw this article about this house in Florida that was for sale. And it's, it's a mansion. It's this really huge house. Selling for chump change, I think it was like fifteen million dollars. Okay. Uh, you know, most people can find that in their couch cushions, but oh yeah, uh, you know, 
common common mansion, right? Bunch of rooms, 17 bathrooms, big old swimming pool, barbecue area and everything. But really the selling point of this house is the movie room that they have. Their entire movie room is themed to the inside the minions. Oh. of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, not the Millennium And it looks crazy cool. Like, you saw these oh. pictures, and it's like <laughs> crazy. Somebody had some time on their hands and or money on their hands. Both. Um, yeah, probably both. I don't know if I would even want to watch a movie in there. Like, I just want to sit there and kind of look at it and do Smuggler's Run or something in there. Like that, oh, it looks like you right? could. <laughs> it's crazy. If there was a restroom, I would probably not leave that room. Easily. And you flush the toilet and it sounds like Chewbacca. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, this room is spectacular. Like, details. If you guys been on Smuggler's Run, if you guys been on Rise, you guys know the details that are on that attraction. So take that and put that in a home theater, someone's home. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it just needs a bathroom. I would never leave. And it looks ever. like they're looks like they're <laughs> fans of uh, Disney popcorn buckets as well. Because if you look on their bar, there's like a of course. there's like a there's <laughs> some popcorn buckets in the corner, and there's a Grogu, and there's a Mickey in a sweater. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. It's cool. Yeah. There's a lot of buttons, too. It's like they have <laughs> Ogus Cantina in the back, and then in the front, it's all like Millennium Falcon. But the cool yeah. thing is that I don't know if this happens, right? But if all of what look like screens around the main TV screen can serve like like to extend the the picture of what's on screen, imagine playing a video game on that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's that up on the screen insane. right now. Your Animal Crossing that, yeah. would be fantastic, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking Tom Nook, man. That thief. That freaking, what's her name? Lottie over at the at the Happy Home Academy paying me in company script instead of uh, uh, bells. Like, what gives, man? Yeah. I just want to know, like... No, I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to imagine. I, I'm going to imagine that these stars that you're seeing, that they could go light speed. Like, oh, I, I just, so can that, cool. can that? Like, uh, you just, all you would need, again, restroom and one of those chairs that move with the, with the movies set. Oh, like, like a 4D. Star Tours. Yeah, like a 4D. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so cool. And then rent it for the hour. There you go. Make your money back. <laughs> what? You can, I mean, you got to do what they all these friggin' videos they see on TikTok where they're like, what you have to do is you you buy a house and you then you put it on Airbnb and then you charge $8 million a night uh-huh. and people stay there and you make your money back in two days. Yeah. Uh, yep. yep. Airbnb I, is in, you know. I don't think that's going to happen, but... You know, I get all my financial advice from TikTok, and I have $4. Same, <laughs> Same. me too. And you know what? I'm up to six twenty four now. Pretty. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, for those that follow us on Discord already, uh, I did post the images of the screening room. It is a sight to see. I mean, again, just like we were talking about earlier with the music thing, even if you're not a fan of Star Wars... Like you can appreciate the work that went into creating this because it is super detailed. 
super amazing. Like if if this was the type of thing we had at Galaxy's Edge where you could just like go and you know have a meal, like because don't they have what's the restaurant at Walt Disney World where you can sit down and watch a movie? The fifties restaurant, sci-fi, sci-fi um, dining. Yeah. Yes. What if you had something like that here, right? I think if this is what the Galactic Star Cruiser promised. There you go. <laughs> I think it's like sci-fi dining, but everybody's in speeders instead. Yes. Like, is that like? I mean, I think Disney can take some inspiration from this, like this movie room, and you know, change a few things up and get more people going to the uh, Star Cruiser. For a low, low price of $3,000. Yes. Per person. <laughs> per person. For one yes. night. Per person. <laughs> but you know, yeah, per night. Exactly. Yep. Well, but you know, they're making a Lego movie that's a commercial for this, so it might get some more people to go. Oh. Maybe. Well, maybe <laughs> they should play the Lego, the Lego Star Wars thing in this movie room. Maybe. Rent it out for $18 cool. million dollars on Airbnb. Perfect. I, you know what? It <laughs> makes sense on TikTok. It's gotta be root, uh, true. Like, I don't know. That's funny. Can you tell I don't use TikTok? <laughs> I, I don't either. Ever, never on there. Never at all. Never, never, never. never. Hazen is shifting his eyes a lot. What? what? Who's shifting <laughs> his eyes? What? What are you talking about? What? Okay, whatever. Uh, oh, hey, since we were talking about Discord, mm. I just posted those images, but I want to send a quick shout out to FGP Squad member Heather because she posted the Haunted Mansion Lego set that we were speculating about. It's legit, y'all. It's happening. Yeah. We're getting it. August 1st, <laughs> 2022, for the low, low price of $39.99. This Haunted Mansion Lego set, the first official Haunted Mansion set available. It's coming. It's coming. And you get that butler that looks really tired. Does look tired. <laughs> he looks so tired. How many pieces is it? I think it's like just under more than four. Right? It is. I want to say it was just under seven hundred pieces for the whole thing. Six eighty. Yeah. You know what? They could have yeah. taken some some pieces out of that and made it six six six. Like, come on. Or they could have <laughs> added some pieces and made it nine ninety nine. Like we're right okay. on the thing. I'm glad like, you said that. Like right, right there. Like I I would pay an extra ten dollars for those extra pieces or whatever, you know, if it had nine hundred and ninety nine pieces. Like or if it was I don't know. ninety nine dollars and ninety cents. That's too expensive. I'd pay fifty nine dollars yeah, if it had almost a thousand pieces. That's a, I mean, it's not much more than what's on there now, but that's a pretty yeah, significant. So that's fine. Ninety nine, yeah, nine hundred ninety nine pieces, and it's nine nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Even better, because I think the, <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is a hundred and thirty, and that one's thirteen hundred pieces. But that's that's like the small one. That's the small or one. Or the middle yeah. one. Okay, that's yeah. the small one. No, the other one is massive. Like the smaller version Four of it is billion like, pieces. like about thirteen hundred pieces. Yeah. So I mean, if they priced it, you know, at ninety nine, and it was a thousand pieces, and it gave us a nice haunted mansion structure, I that's legit. Like that's around the price of what Lego goes for anyway. Yeah. Structure. Like, uh, yeah. Outside the horse, I mean, you got the... pet cemetery. Yeah, like, come on, give it, us look, the cute. I mean, little hat box give ghost, us some more buggy, mini yeah. figs. Yeah, some little like, connects whatever. or something, or you know, some kind of Lego 
like structure that makes a little moving belt and you can add the doom buggy Something. and crank it and it moves around maybe a little Spider webs. maybe a little uh a module that you can add that has the music to it why aren't this we on the marketing the team <laughs> That weird right? curtain that if you go around the back that covers the break room. <laughs> yeah. The little mailbox <laughs> in the back. That birdhouse that they added that everybody got mad about. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> See, this is the time where we would actually want to give more money in this case. Yeah. If they had the pieces. <laughs> Let me spend more money. <laughs> Why right? do you hate fun? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I love it. I'm glad that this is finally happening. Um, it doesn't compare, obviously, to the sets that we talked about, you know, in the last episode. But, hey, it's a start. I think this could be, like, a really great starter Haunted Mansion. And then later on, they could be like, here's the Haunted Mansion deluxe set, as heard of on Podcateers. And then yeah, they can release, like, everything. You know, you're welcome, marketing team. You know, they we just gave them everything they needed for the next oh, all the time. Set. Yeah. How are we not just like how is like Disney Parks just not a subset section of Lego at this point? Like, I don't know. They they have the castle and they have the train. Like, they should just be having a whole line. People people like us, and there's plenty of people like us, would be buying these off the shelves. Yeah. And then people that we don't like would be buying them and selling them on eBay, but they would still be making money either way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, where's my Indiana Jones Lego thing? People mover. Where's <laughs> Big Thunder I mean... Mountain Railroad? <laughs> Hey. Man, if churro <laughs> cart. Oh, that would be a churro fun one. Cart would be awesome. <laughs> All right, well, we're just spitting out ideas. We got petrified log. We have to. <laughs> we we have to start sending them a list of what we want to see. You know, imagine. Look, I'm not saying this facetiously either. Imagine a line of Lego Disney trash cans. I can okay. imagine it. I mean, yes. you know how popular? There's an Instagram account for the Disney trash cans, okay? You can buy them on, like, yeah, look, shakers, see? right? I mean, yeah. obviously I the one. people listening can't see this, but Mel has <laughs> a little <laughs> tiny <laughs> trash can. I do, from Main Street, because yes. <laughs> right? I mean, why not? There, and it's like a salt <laughs> shaker, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you could get, like, little Lego Disney trash cans, like, they'd make bank off of those things and you don't even have yep. to package them in full lego boxes box them in the little boxes or like the bags, the bags. that like the wishables yeah. come the in or something baggies, like yeah. yeah again you're welcome disney marketing team we're giving you gold here <laughs> well i mean it's like that what's that what's that thing i always screw the name up all zesky Olowkowski, mike wazowski whatever whoever made those the the like the Disney, like the parks, and it's the whole Main Street and everything, and they, oh man, they're, they're like the the models. You know that yes. I'm talking about. Yes, Mike Wazowski made them or whoever. Yeah, like you could do that, but with Lego, like you got the, the train station already. Okay, now we got the firehouse and the opera house and the penny arcade and da 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 da. You know, and the weird half Jolly Holiday Tiki Room building. Man, I would Come love on. that. Yeah, if they had just like lands or different buildings where you could recreate Disneyland like on an official capacity because let's face it there's tons of creators on uh, YouTube TikTok Instagram that have built these amazing Main Street setups they've built the castle on top of that they've even added projections to simulate the fireworks shows and everything 
I mean, that, you know, talk about creators. You know, I love when people get creative with stuff like that. And I, I get so excited watching people come up with this type of stuff or creating things on the 3D printers or like the music, the artists that are creating music on random objects, right? I just love mm -hmm. people being creative. And a lot of these Lego sets, maybe they do it because they want them to be simple enough for anybody to put them together. Maybe they do it to save money. Maybe they just don't care enough or something and they just kind of put something that's similar. But you know, there are people that are really passionate about this. And so when you compare like the Casita set that we talked about before or the one that, mm -hmm. you know, won all those awards, you know, by that creator we, we recently talked about, those are the people that need to be hired to put this stuff together. You know, those are the people yeah. that like, even if you don't hire them full time, you know, give them some kind of bonus or something for coming up with the blueprint of what it should look like. You know, and then scan it and then you have all the pieces that you need because there are tools where you can do that. And then we after they make all of the Disney current attractions and you get past attractions, you know, the pack mules Vintage as Disney. Lego. Oh, dude, if Come I could on. get the bathrooms, oh, dude, okay. the bathrooms We're we're breaking <laughs> into some of my favorite attractions that I never got to be on. What no. if you could have a schmoozies building as Lego? <laughs> that's what everybody's just attractions from the past. <laughs> that's what everybody just wants. <laughs> I want the sun wheel. <laughs> right. Soap opera cafe. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. I think we're breaking into delusional territory like we have in, in previous episodes because it's late. So, I think we're going to end on that Burger note. invasion. <laughs> uh, the dinosaur with sunglasses <laughs> on it. Dude, that was awesome. They should have never gotten rid of that. That should have just maintained. They could have renamed him Arlo, repainted him, and Arlo's sunglass hut would have been like the next big thing. I think, you know, uh, 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 California Adventure 1.0 is like perfect to be built out of Lego. I don't know. Like, it's everything. You got train. Dude. You got all kinds of stuff. Like, I don't Dude. know. Anyway, we're going to end there, but California 1.0. California <laughs> Adventure 1.0. Superstar Limo. Oh, no. Yeah, that's Burbank where we draw the line. You're taking it too far cream. now. He's taking it too far now. <laughs> the thing where they had tractors there. Boom. There. <laughs> what, what was it? The California Bounty farming area that then Bountiful became Bugs Land. <laughs> Bountiful Valley and Avengers Farms. Campus. <laughs> All right, that's a good place to end the episode. So if you have any thoughts on I anything that going. we talked about, join us over on Instagram or on our Discord server. We'd love for you to join the community. And that's it. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. And then now I'm going to list all of the names of the minions. Uh, okay, we got Bob. Carl, Darwin, Dave, Frank. Part of the Podcateers Network. John, no, Kevin. Kevin! Ken, Lance, Larry, there's so many. Mark, Mike, Norbert, Paul, Phil, Steve, Stuart, Tim, Tom, Chris, Mel, Jorge, Donnie, 
grew. Oh, wait, no, the list ended. Oops. <laughs>